In difficult days and facing dire circumstances, it is always good to remind ourselves that God is greater than all. Scott Pauley is examining the miracles of Jesus recorded for us in God's Word. Our hope is that the message in these miracles will become real in your life. Christ is enough. Let's open our Bibles and join the study now. Time to time, I'm asked, do I still believe in miracles? Well, the answer to that is yes, because I believe in a miracle-working God. I would say this to you, God chooses when, where, how He will do His miraculous work. I'm convinced there are lots of miracles taking place that we don't even think about. We don't even give regard to. They're all around us. And this study of the miracles of Jesus has brought me back to the reality that the greatest miracle is what Christ does in our lives. It's not something we observe, we're spectators of. It's what he does in us. It's what he does through us. It is the goodness and mercy and grace of God in all of our lives. Yes, the miracles continue. The miracles continue. Now, we're not finished with our study of all of Jesus' miracles, but I want to Bring your attention to one today that I think is often overlooked, frankly, because at a glance, it does not look like Jesus' miracles. It looks like the miracles the disciples are performing. But never forget this. Even the miracles the disciples performed were Christ's miracles because it wasn't the disciples' power. It was Christ's power in them. Uh, I'm sorry, but Peter, James, John, they're not enough. Only Christ is enough. And all power is delegated power. Any, any good thing God does in and through our lives, it must be Jesus because it certainly isn't us. Matthew, Mark, and Luke, we have identified already, are the synoptic gospel records. They go together and uh, they, they parallel one another in so many ways. So let me read to you from all three today, all right? Matthew chapter 10, verse number 1 says this, And when he had called unto him his twelve disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. Mark's record says this, Mark chapter 6, verse number 12, And they went out and preached that men should repent. And they cast out many devils and anointed with oil many that were sick and healed them. And then in Luke's record, we read in Luke chapter 9 and verse number 6, And they departed and went through the towns preaching the gospel and healing everywhere. So very short, very simple, but all three gospel writers point out to us that in the context of Jesus performing these miracles and conducting his own ministry, he now appoints and anoints these original disciples to go out into many places with many groups of people and do the same. What do we learn from this? Well, first of all, I see in this the miracle that Christ would use normal people because that's exactly who these men were. They were very normal people. As a matter of fact, in Matthew's account, the very next verse gives us their names. Now, the names of the twelve apostles are these, the first Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew his brother, James the son of Zebedee, and John his brother, Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew the publican, James the son of Alphaeus, and Lebius, whose surname was Thaddeus, Simon the Canaanite, and Judas Iscariot, who also betrayed him. These twelve Jesus 
sent forth. Now, when you listen to that list, what do you hear? Certainly, I hear variety because we know they have different backgrounds and and different gifts. Uh, I also think of their weaknesses. So many of their names conjure up certain failures and and, uh, terrible things done or said. And yet, the thing that strikes me about all these men is they were just normal people. Aren't you glad that our supernatural God chooses to work in natural men, just everyday people? God does his extraordinary work through. Why would he do such a thing? Because even that's a miracle. Do you understand that even these disciples being close to Christ and used of Christ was in itself a miracle? The great miracle is that any of us are saved. The great miracle is that all of us are not in hell. Remember one occasion when Jesus sent out his disciples and they came back all excited that even the devils are subject unto us. Jesus said, in this rejoice not, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. You want a miracle? Let me tell you a miracle. If you trust Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, he forgives your sin, he comes into your life, and then he takes you to live with him for all eternity. That is a miracle. Because that's something no man can do and no man deserves. And so there's the miracle that he would use very normal people, and that gives hope to all of us, doesn't it? And then there is the miracle that he would give his power to men. The Bible says he gave them power. It wasn't their power. It was his power. There are lots of types of power. People talk about uh, nuclear power, wind power, all these sources of energy. And then in the human realm, we talk about the power of personality, the power of of resources and funding, uh, the, the power of intellect, all these types of power. But friend, there is a power that belongs to God only. And if men enjoy it, if men experience it, it is because Christ graciously gives it. It is spiritual power. It is power that is beyond the realm of the natural and the material and the temporal. And to me, it's a miracle to think that Christ would choose very normal people and then give those very normal people his supernatural power. And friend, if you've received the Lord Jesus as your personal Savior, you've been given power. The Bible says, To them that received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. If you have Christ living inside of you, if the Holy Spirit has taken up residence in your heart, I want to tell you that you have a power that exceeds all of this earth and all of time living inside of you today. Take hope. Take heart, my friend. Find help in this. Christ gives his power to men. And then the third thing that is striking to me, that is miraculous, is not only that he would use normal people and that he would share his power, but then that he would allow us to participate in what he's doing in this world. That's that's the context. Jesus sent them to do what he was doing, uh, to preach, to teach, to heal, to minister to hurting hearts. Think of this. The, The great miracle is that not only does Christ save you from something, he saves you for something. That not only does the Lord deliver you from sin, but then he allows you to turn around and share with others the miraculous hope that you have found in Jesus Christ. I want to tell you, right now is the time for all of God's children to recognize, to acknowledge, to rejoice in the miraculous power of our Christ and start talking about him to others. Get off the bench and get in the game. Far too many spectators in our modern Christianity. We need biblical Christianity 
Biblical Christianity is not looking for spectators. It's looking for participants. The Lord doesn't just need people to sit and listen to him. The Lord wants people who will follow him and people that he can send out in his own power to make a difference in this world. So I want to challenge every person listening to me today to do two things. Number one, come to Christ. You've got to be a disciple to experience this power. Notice it was his followers, his, his disciples that were given the power of Christ. Come to Jesus today. Christ will save you. Christ will make you whole. You are not perfect, but he is. You are not enough, but he is. Christ is enough for you. And then if you've come, it's time to go. It's time to carry the, the gospel power and the authority of Christ into a world filled with hurting hearts and to go in his name and tell them what you have come to learn, and that is that Christ is enough. Now, there are only 12 of the original apostles. I'm not suggesting that we are the apostles or that we have been given the same exact work that they were given when Christ was here. But I am suggesting this, that we have been given the same commission that he left them when he left them, and that is to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Oh, I trust you'll believe it today, and I trust you'll repeat it today. Christ is enough. What an encouragement to know that regardless of the situation, we can trust the Lord Jesus. You can find a Bible reading schedule through the Miracles of Jesus and many additional study resources at enjoyingthejourney.org. Visit us online today and let us know that you're listening. We are very grateful that you're making this journey with us through God's Word. Until next time, remember this, Christ is enough. Thank you.